Hey guys, welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery, uh, Don here. Um, I'm going to talk about here tip number two uh, of the 20 that I'm doing from the, the last uh, AAPPM seminar. Uh, I was doing uh, some, some kind of networking and talking to different people at the, at the, at the conference there. And one of my favorite people uh, is uh, Dr. Andrew Schneider. I don't know if you've ever seen his website. If you haven't, it's a good website to look at, Tanglewood. I think it's Tanglewood Foot Care, or if you just look up Andrew Schneider. And he's he's doing some cool things with his uh, website, with his YouTube. He's always a good marketer. He has some quizzes, things like that. Um, so a lot of the a lot of the ideas we do together, I think he does them a little bit better. I like the way he, he does things. And specifically, we were talking about creating content. So there was a, a younger doctor there, and Andrew was so nice to kind of explain his, his recording process. So let me kind of explain it to you, and this is one of my great takeaways. So first of all, with recording, the whole idea, and just I'll tell you my backstory here, all my videos, my initial ones, I did were on wound care, because I thought I wanted to do wound care. And, uh, and as an aside, if you haven't heard the story, my first podcast was actually a podcast uh, called Heal, Heal My Foot Wound Fast. Well, that didn't work so well because how do you talk about wounds with a podcast <laughs> with just words? It, was, it didn't really work that well. It kind of flopped, uh, but it was a good learning experience. Uh, but I did do as well at that time some videos, and the videos worked better. And all of the revenue that I have from my YouTube channel come from those old videos. And so the, the, it's all about longevity. So if you are going to get into either a podcast or videos, the key is being consistent with content. And... The, the difference with that is where a lot of people make the mistake is they want to make one great piece of content versus being consistent with content. And making one great piece of content that's going to go viral, like in a video or in a podcast, is really challenging to do. Not many of us can do this, and we don't really know the algorithm to do that. But to make consistently good content is pretty, is pretty easy if you have a system. Um, I'll, I'm going to tell you Andrew's system that he shared with me and then I'll tell you kind of what my system is so for for Andrew what he does is he has a block time set out once a month where he records um, all of his videos and he he gets different ideas from uh, some one of these like you can get an idea like one's called vidIQ or TubeBuddy you can look at other kind of competing or other uh, YouTube channels and get the typical the topics that people are interested in certain questions and then he gets those questions and he writes those out he writes out the answer what he wants to say and once a month he pulls up his green screen and he has his computer and he uses an iPad for a teleprompter and he reads through the the answers he reads through kind of the, the topics and the answers everything that he's put together so he, he, he the way he does it is he transcribes it and with a green screen and and then he uses a virtual assistant to put in the pictures. So what he'll say is, like, for example, while he's reading through it, he's going to reference image one or image two or image three or whatever. And then at the end, in the post-production, the assistant will put in those images. He also, after he records all of, all of the, let's say there's five weeks in a month, he'll do uh, five videos. And then he'll do five mini-videos. So the the same thing, based on the video topic, he's going to do little one-minute videos, and those one-minute videos are, are going to be used on social media. So you can use those on Instagram, you can use those on, um, like, I don't know if he does TikTok, but all these little like, one-minute video things. And those are all going to push back, 
or push, you know, guide people over to the YouTube video that he does. I also know that he does something very well with with books. So those same videos, you know, those are shorter videos, but with the longer longer videos, he has a system that he can uh, record the video and it actually makes a, a book, like a PDF from it. He'll transcribe it automatically and, and make a book from that. Um, I think that's from that site that's called Designer. Uh, D-E-S-I-G-N-E-R-R. I think it's Designer with two R's. I, I think that's the one that he used. So there's a number of different ones that will transcribe it for you these days. But that's, that's Andrew's method of doing it. Um, I like the idea of the block time. I think the block timing, your, your time is good. And I like and I admire his method of writing out the questions and writing out the a- answers. I think you're much more uh, thorough and much more complete that way. I don't tend to do that. What I do is I, I have block time. I use uh, to, today, today, which is Tuesday when I'm recording this, I'm going to use Tuesday during my lunch hour to do this. So I have a 30 minute segment where I record videos. And I do those based on slides. So during the during my work week, I think of different questions or different questions that patients have or different things that I see online, and I make a, a question slide or a, a topic slide, and then I'll add some other images, either from patient um, x-rays or patient images uh, that I get, which are, are clean, meaning I don't have any patient identifiers on them. And then I record them on Zoom. I just open up Zoom and I have a fake background that I use. I do not use a green screen because I guess I could get one behind me, but it's kind of a tight tight quarters in my office. And uh, and then there's a little bit less post-production. And then I give that video. Um, it's, it saves on Zoom to the Zoom cloud, actually, if you want to know everything. It saves to the cloud. And then I send that link to my virtual assistant. She downloads them and, or, and then puts them up on YouTube. Uh, listens to them and adds any of the the additional things that are needed, and then and then deletes them. Then we delete them from the cloud. So that's how that's how I do it. That's my workflow. But really, the key is if you can produce one piece of content per week is the key. You don't really need more than that. Uh, otherwise, people just can't follow. There's too much. But doing one quality piece of of content that wants to give value to people, I think that that's the key. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do here on Podiatry Practice Mastery. Give you guys things that, that are valuable that'll help your practice. I did get some nice feedback uh, from the from the conference people that like the pod the podcast. So if you do, please uh, subscribe or write a little review. That would help. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, just that would help just, just to grow a little bit more. If you want to use my patient presentations tool, that was something that their people showed some interest in. Uh, go to podiatrypracticemastery.com. You can the tools right there for free, and then you can start using those in your practice. Let me know how they work for you though. Okay. Thanks, guys.